challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you in this episode about gambling. Now, football season is upon us. It has been for a while. You've been watching the games just like I have. And one of the things that has changed this season is that you see a huge amount of advertising for online gambling, gambling surrounding the games. The laws have changed and it's causing a tremendous problem. I want to talk to you about it. I want to talk to you about it bluntly. I want to talk to you about it in a non-preachy way. One of the things about gambling today is not only that it is legal in most states, so the laws don't present any great barrier, but also uh, for those who have a a religious base to their moral system, for those who think, gee, does my faith, does the Bible, does my church uh, prevent gambling or speak against gambling, or is it a sin? Um, There's not a clear moral line from those alone. I can't, for example, cite any scripture from the Bible that forbids gambling. Now, I certainly can cite scripture that speaks of using your your wealth, your your money for the glory of God. I certainly can uh, speak against addictions. I certainly can cite scriptures that um, speak against abandoning your family or not caring for your family and that man being worse than an infidel, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm being blunt with you. I can't cite a verse that says thou shalt not gamble in essence. Obviously, there are many scriptures that that speak against a gambling addiction or neglect of a family based on gambling, as I say, but not specifically the practice of gambling. Okay, so what are we to do? Well, I want to again, I want to hit hard and be clear here. I do not believe it is immoral, certainly isn't illegal or even maybe that unwise for some guys who get together to play a poker game, set a limit of $20, you know, for the evening and have a good time. I, I don't believe that that's inherently immoral, wrong or even that unwise. However, online gambling, gambling around sports, uh, gambling in major ways, gambling in casinos come with tremendous risk. And I believe they should be avoided. Now, I'm a Christian and I'm a Christian who tithes. And by tithing, I say, you know, Lord, you own all that I have. So the very idea of me putting uh, money, hundreds, thousands on the line that I might lose in the twink of an eye and the toss of dice uh, I believe is wrong for me. I believe it's irresponsible. I believe it's an ir- a wrong use of my money. I believe it takes money out of the mouths of my children, out of the mouth of my wife. It takes away funds that I might use for higher, nobler purposes um, and for greater good for the kingdom of God. Now, that's where my faith leads me. So I don't gamble at all. But as I've already said, I don't think all gambling, again, friendly gambling is bad. I do, however, believe that the gambling on a major scale, as I say, uh, is dangerous. I think it certainly can lead to immorality. It definitely correlates with criminal activity, and it is something that should be avoided. Uh, We're told that about 10 million people suffer horrible gambling addiction in the U.S., 
Interestingly, some of the people who gamble the most are the people who can least afford it. Are you aware, for example, that twice uh, the number of older adults, twice the number of older adults who gamble are the college students who, who gamble? College students gamble at a greater rate than almost any other part of the population, double that of older adults who, of course, gamble. So college students who can't, who can't, except for a few of them, be wealthy and have all their bills paid, they gamble at a much higher rate. They can least afford it. The poor tend to gamble a great deal. Lower income brackets tend to gamble a great deal. Now, obviously, the rich do as well, but I'm talking about as a percentage of population, the people who can least afford it gamble the most. I also want you to be aware that gambling addiction is an insidious thing. I will never forget being on a cruise. And on this large cruise ship, there was a casino. And I was with somebody I knew very well, whom I obviously won't name. And they were pretty much pulling the lever on a slot machine for the first time in their life. I don't think they had ever done it before. And I saw something go off in their eyes, something go off in their face that said, you know what, this is something I can beat. I can defeat this thing. And while they'd walked in saying, I'll have a little fun, I'll spend 20 bucks, we had to haul them out before they spent hundreds. And it was obvious that that something had gone off in their soul, in their mind. They thought they could beat it. They wanted to stay on it. No matter how much money they lost, they were willing to throw in more. They believed ultimately there was going to be a payoff. Now, the medical community tells us that the, the emotional payoff in the brain, what happens in the brain when someone's gambling uh, is the same kind of reward. I'm not, I'm using non-medical term, terminology, the same kind of reward that happens with a chemical addiction. In other words, the sense of response, the sense of reward, the sense of biological payoff, the sense of pleasure, we'll call it, from gambling uh, not just winning, but just the actual process of gambling that happens in the human brain is very much that of alcohol, very much that of drugs, very much that of other kinds of addictions, sexual addictions, and so on. So gambling is not just something external to the soul. Gambling is something that works its way into the soul. Now, what's interesting to me is also that there's a, there's a correlative effect, correlative effect, correlation with gambling. Those who have gambling addictions usually have a huge amount of other criminal activity in their lives. Uh, there's a strong correlation between gambling addiction and domestic abuse, a strong correlation between gambling addiction and theft and writing bad checks. You can certainly imagine those last two. There's a strong correlation between gambling gambling, and other types of addictions. You can look all of this up online. I don't want to bore you with all the stats right now, but trust me, I'm, I'm reporting things that, it, that the medical community reports in its journals and the criminal uh, prosecution community and, the, and police and authorities. All of these things are well-documented. You can find them in a simple Google search. So what you're talking about is something that's dangerous, I believe, because the average guy says, well, it's, gambling's not inherently immoral. It's not illegal. Therefore, society doesn't consider it wrong. I think I'll give it a shot. And God forbid this guy just giving it a shot, uh, you know, puts down 20 bucks and makes a whole lot more. 
I know of a woman who actually put a few quarters in a slot machine and ended up with thousands of dollars uh, from one simple pull of the arm or whatever the lever is called of a slot machine. So God forbid somebody's given it a shot for a first time, they get a great response and it just sinks its hooks into them. However, what we're being told by the medical community is a person doesn't even have to win. Just the drug of pursuing the win, just the drug of pursuing the payoff, just the, frankly, the pride and the arrogance of believing you can beat the system. All of that has a reward in the reward centers of the brain. And so this becomes unbelievably dangerous. My strong suggestion for most men is that you stay away from gambling entirely. It's clearly an addiction, potentially an addiction. Uh, It clearly comes with losing money that ought to be used some other way, particularly if you're battling to get out of debt, particularly uh, if you're a young man trying to, you know, build a life, build a family, what have you. And I say all that with mercy because I don't believe that just some guys getting together and, you know, throwing in 20 bucks or whatever. Or I, I know some guys who play 50 bucks once a month. You know, that's the most they're going to lose is 50 bucks once a month. Okay, as long as there are no other addictions, as long as it's not sinking their hooks into them, as long as, uh, you know, they can easily afford that 50. I, I can't I can't make a, a strong case against that. I'm not a killjoy. I want men to have a good time. And if that's part of the good time, that's fine, quite frankly. 50 bucks a month for a a friendly card game uh, in which there's give and take is probably less financially destructive than the expensive golf habit or the expensive hunting habit. I mean, I'm not comparing the two in terms of what they can do to the brain, but you know, how a man spends his money uh, is something he's got to watch carefully. And I watch men spend a lot of money on male toys. So for men who don't have an addiction and and are are self-controlled, I don't have a problem uh, with the friendly card game. I do have a problem with thousands of dollars being spent on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I do have a problem uh, with online gambling. I do have a problem with men who increasingly lose money, spend money, because they believe they understand football better than the experts. I do have a problem with people who are shooting or doing the slots uh, or, or whatever else is in a casino uh, because they think I've got a system, because they think they're, they're better at it, because they think they're particularly lucky. And I know of men, I have worked with men, I have sat with men weeping who have lost tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm not talking about wealthy men who can afford it. I'm talking about men who damaged their families. In fact, a couple of them lost their families because they gave themselves to gambling. Now, here's the reason you've got to draw a line. You've got to make a decision now about this issue of gambling. I'm sitting, I'm recording this just after Thanksgiving 2021. I've watched a normal Thanksgiving weekend of football. I enjoy college. I'm a Notre Dame fan, as everybody on the planet almost knows. And I'm, of course, watching uh, the NFL. So I've seen, you know, a handful of football games. Well, the messages about gambling are unbelievable. And the stars who are championing the cause of gambling, uh, I'm actually disappointed in a great many of them. I have some friendships with some of these guys uh, because I've helped to chaplain a few football teams. And I got to tell you, I'm disappointed in these men uh, being champions, uh, being spokesmen for the gambling industry. This is, this is something that will lead people to, into addiction. This is something that taxes, that damages uh, lower income families. This is something that 
uh, has a, a correlation with criminal activity. Again, I've already said I don't think it's immoral in every case, but I think it's going to sink its hooks into American society. And again, using the example of college students, those least able to afford it are the ones who are doing it at the most out of control rate, according to the experts. So I, my main goal here in this podcast is to say to you, decide now and stick to your boundaries. I will not gamble because I have other uses for my money. Some of it's about my generosity, commitment to generosity, the one, the generosity that Bev and I, um, the causes that we're committed to. Uh, some of it is quite frankly that, you know, I've got other pleasures that I'm going to enjoy, maybe a steak out at night or I don't know what travel that's more important to me than just losing it in, in cards and what have you. I don't have an addictive personality. I don't think I'd have any problem, but that's not the point. I'm not going to lose large amounts of money when I have other causes that I care about and other things I want to do for my family. I want you to make a decision. I want you to decide. I want you to look at your personality. I want you to evaluate. I want you to be aware of what's coming. We've got a juggernaut of advertising, very cool commercials, tremendous offers. You know, I've I've read online on Twitter um, offers about how you're for, Hey, your first time out, you're guaranteed a $250 payoff. Well, that's probably hard for some people to, to get past. That's, that's, I mean, I, it's obviously false in some way. It's obviously meant to set its hooks in you. It's obviously meant to draw you into spending mo- more money. Nobody is just passing out uh, $250 checks just for the whole population. Something else is going on there. And I hadn't, haven't taken the time to dive into it, but trust me, the, the game's rigged. It's always rigged. That's why gambling makes such massive amounts of money uh, for the casinos and those who own the online systems. So you've got to decide now. You've got to draw a line. You've got to look at your life, look at your personality, look at your morals, look at your family, look at your future, look at what you're paying for. And you've got to say to yourself, this thing is rigged. I'm not going to do it. Now, again, I'm leaving this thing soft at the edges because you know, I'm not condemning the guy, like I've said repeatedly, who's playing for, you know, a few $10 bills on a Monday night once a month with some buddies and, you know, cigar smoke filled room. I'm okay with that. Quite frankly, I just can't make, can't make a case that that's inherently immoral, but we've got, I, I actually know of people where even that was the beginning of a larger gambling habit that destroyed their family and destroyed their lives, led them literally into criminal activity. If you've got an addictive personality, anything that you take in along the lines of those addictions can send you. Um, Obviously, the first glass of wine can lead to the absolute life of alcoholism if that's the way your soul is turned. The first look at porn can lead you into a life of porn addiction. I could go on and on and on. So we are facing a tsunami of advertising and seduction into gambling. It's going to get easier. It's going to get cheaper. It's going to be more prevalent. You're going to stop at a gas station when you're on a road trip and boom, there's a slot machine. You probably have already seen that. You don't just have to go to special places, special casinos, uh, special institutions. Now it's online. Now you can do it, you know, between phone calls on uh, over lunch. Uh, it's as easy as it can be. It's just like porn. It's everywhere now. And it's going to be even more acceptable uh, because it's going to be pushed uh, through the sports networks that you're watching uh, when you're actually just you know sitting there with your family and watching a good football game. 
during that game, you may have 10 or 15 different commercials coming at you about gambling. It's all going to see respect, seem respectable. You're almost going to be made to feel like you're unwise if you don't take advantage of the tremendous profits to be made. And of course, if your favorite sports star is pushing that, saying those words to you, it's all the more seductive. I urge you not to gamble. I urge you to draw a clear moral line. I urge you to look at how addictive your personality is. Do you have addictions in other areas, temptations you have to fight off in other areas? You might want to be aware that these things come in packs and that if you're battling off an alcohol addiction or a porn addiction or some other kind of addiction, then you're very likely to be susceptible to a gambling addiction. Don't go down that path. The game is rigged. There's more loss than gain. There's, there's little pleasure in it ultimately. And there are certainly wiser ways, even more fun ways, to use your money. Draw your moral line now. And of course, pull in your band of brothers. Pull in the men around you. Make sure they know what you're thinking. Make sure they know your commitment. Discuss it with your spouse if you have one. Discuss it with your fiance or your girlfriend. Discuss it with your guys. Draw lines. Because this is going to be a great seduction focused on men in our generation. And it's only getting worse. And this, guys, is one of the great arts of great manhood. To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men. Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.